1: What does motion sound like? With Kizzik Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizikcom slash socks. Testing, testing, one, two, three. Guys,
0: our, uh, our set looks like ass this week um, because nah, we are- Nah, fuck it, miss the
1: new set. <laughs> Roll the intro. <laughs> this is it
0: with the ladder in nah, the back?
1: stop it. This is the new set. <laughs> <This> Roll the, <laughs> the intro. Let's
0: go home. Hey guys, welcome back to Wild Till Nine, a weekly podcast hosted by myself and boyfriend, Jeremy. No, just, um, and, and boyfriend. boyfriend, and boyfriend. Um, okay, no, but for real, uh, we are at the halfway mark of flipping this entire room. And I would say by maybe next pod, but for sure the pod after that, it'll be cute as fuck.
1: I kind of like the ladder. You like the ladder? Yeah. I
0: dragged the plant in so that I could have a cuter background and it was definitely worth it.
1: Remember the show um, Home Improvement with Tim Allen? Yeah. I feel like this is very- This is it? Yeah.
0: This is, yeah, this is Your side
1: looks way cuter than mine.
0: I told you, it's because I dragged the plant in. I asked you if you wanted a plant. You said no.
1: No, I want this ladder. Yeah, you
0: want the ladder. To
1: showcase how- um,
0: How handy we are? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, welcome back to the pod. Um, this is uh this is just some real life shit. We're in the middle of uh.
1: We're very far away from each other. I today. know. I
0: feel very far. Yeah. We didn't do a very good job of putting ourselves back. We're not refocusing. Oh no no, no 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 no. This is it. Like we what, just just yeah. I mean, you're very loud here in my ears. So, what else is new? But um.
1: Uh, and for all those <laughs> taking account, that's the first time she's rude to me on this podcast. <laughs>
0: if you guys only knew how much Jeremy bu- the, ra- the bullying ratio in real life I would say is 80 20 you bullying me for if, sure
1: if that's what you'd like to tell everyone I'm I'm comfortable with that
0: okay yeah I feel good about that anyway <laughs> um babe did you think that uh, uh I'm just I'm just diving right in also just oh, good. yeah yeah just coming in hot um when you were younger. Did you think that you would have kids by twenty eight?
1: Um probably, yeah.
0: Me too. Yeah. Right?
1: I well, and if I didn't have like kids, I would be in the process of having that kid. So fucking. Actually, you know what? What? I believe that when I was in high school, I think uh the idea was to have a kid by thirty. So oh. I think I'm still on track. Mm. Yeah. Oh,
0: there's something weird and filmy in my coffee.
1: Maybe you could just drink it louder into the microphone.
0: Wait, here, ready? <laughs> I don't know what happened
1: there. That's uh, the least ASMR thing i Yeah, that I've ever was
0: seen. not ASMR, I'm so sorry. That was just like a, a, a drinking malfunction a near, on my part. A near puke. Yeah, a, new, a near spewing of coffee. Um. Yeah, before thirty for sure. I think when I, I think when I was younger, there was no world where I wouldn't live in either my hometown or the next big city over, which was Toronto, which was like an hour away, and that I would be living a far different life than I am now. That's for sure.
1: I had no intention of staying in Rockford. Oh yeah. No intention.
0: No intention. Yeah. All right.
1: And I think I like uh, kind of personified that in the way that I. Uh, it's negative to say in the way that I treated some people, but also the way that I kind of uh, viewed my existence in general, hmm. like, you know how like as a kid, it's very obvious to like, what am I gonna use this? This is stupid, I don't wanna yeah. do this. It was like, I don't wanna do this because I'm a kid and it's inconvenient, blah, blah, blah. But also like, that's not gonna be useful for me where I'm going.
0: Right, so you you were going to the to, to where?
1: Um, I, Chicago, New York, LA.
0: Oh, wow, okay, yeah. all right. Oh yeah, there was no world when I was younger that I would be living in United States of America. There's just absolutely no world where that was on my 15 year old vision board. Interesting. And here I am.
1: Yeah, I think I I looked at the city that I was in and it, it was very much just along, and it wasn't even because of like a, a socio economic kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It was like a, I didn't really feel like I could be as creative with the people that I I knew then. And everyone that I knew that was like at the best at whatever they did Mm -hmm. left. So I was like, well, I'm gonna do that too.
0: Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I mean, I feel like even on like a bigger scale of- like Canada being such a much smaller country than America. Like you think of like the Justin Bieber's and the Drake's and the Avril Lavigne's and all of our- Those are all
1: in the same sentence. Our
0: top Canadian Mm -hmm. talent. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) One, two (laughs) and three. That don't
0: even stay in the country let alone like their hometowns. Not Ryan Reynolds, not Jim Carrey. Oh. Yeah, no. Is Ryan Gosling, I think he's Canadian too, right? I think we have all the good Ryans. I think- Did uh, I make that up? Let's find out. Hang on, I might've made that up. But yeah, even on like a country level um, perspective, I feel like- you can very easily become big fish small pond. Born in
1: London, Canada.
0: Oh, wow, that's actually really close. That was um my second choice for university was London, Ontario.
1: You don't say. Yeah.
0: Wow. Wow. Huh. We I knew we had all the good Ryans in Canada. We make them good Ryans.
1: Anyway. <laughs> but no, I um I always and I it's it's interesting because I feel like It's also because I think my mother was so, um, she was never gonna leave that area. So I feel like I was like, no, this doesn't apply to me because I'm gonna go and do this here and Mm. leave or something. And like, I think the Midwest is great for raising families and there's a lot of like values there that are wonderful. I think there's a lot of parts that are ass backwards as well. But I think that just the cities and the coasts just attract a certain type of person. And I've always been more interested in the people that it attracted. Interesting. Yeah.
0: Wow, so you had a big ego from the start.
1: Um, I don't know if it was much <laughs> as an ego as it was like, I don't feel like I belong in here.
0: Well, I also feel like too, in, in any kind of like arts, like yeah. I, I feel like it's even different in sports and like, okay, by no means am I a sports professional in, so I, I, I don't know anything, I don't know anything, but it does seem like if you're really good and excel at a specific sport, there could be like a random ass state that like, you might still majorly excel in, but it kind of feels like the arts is like their specific cities. And even like people think of New York and LA, but like even like Nashville, for example, I feel like is a massively artsy city that's like popping off now. Music city. Yeah, music city. Yeah. Literally music city. (laughs) Yeah.
1: No, I just think that like in the Midwest, like the things that personify being a man, I didn't really resonate with, like and vibrate with in the sense of like I I wasn't interested in seeing who I could physically beat up. <laughs> I I didn't really vibe with people that saw the arts as a hobby and not a actual thing that you can do to make a living.
0: Right. And right.
1: there was no changing their opinions or minds there. And I was like, cool. I'll Easier leave for you to
0: leave. Right. Yeah. Easier yeah, yeah, yeah. for you to leave than change I'm, your surroundings. I think I'm pretty
1: good at selling things. Yeah. I was never gonna sell them any other <laughs> vision than that. So like, I feel like looking to the future, I didn't know how I was gonna get there. Right. I just knew I was going to.
0: Oh, that's good. Small kid big dreams. Yeah. Actually big kid big dreams.
1: Uh skinny skinny tall kid. kid. Yeah, skinny awkward kid. Big dreams. Yeah. Big
0: dreams. Missing tooth. Big dreams. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. I, that, I that's it. a great
0: picture. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a great picture. So you thought that you would have kids by thirty. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. I feel like I feel like if you would ask me at sixteen what my life would look like at thirty or how old am I? Yes. Twenty seven?
1: Yeah. You're twenty seven today.
0: For some reason. I also does this year count for getting older? Like, I don't really think it does. I
1: think it counts as much as it's like it could. It, this is like a ten year period and also a, a one month period. A one month period. Yeah, yeah. Like
0: this year has just been so fucked in terms of like how like how I'm viewing time. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Totally. I don't know where I am. I mean, realize I I.
1: we're about to be at Christmas time.
0: I know. It's
1: insane. What are you getting me for Christmas? Um. What are you getting me for Christmas? I thought we were just gonna go halfsies on that that thing we were doing. No. I was just gonna Venmo you.
0: You're gonna Venmo me for yeah, Christmas. I'm gonna
1: grab some hundreds and just throw it at the table.
0: Just Venmo me and I'll buy my own present.
1: I'm gonna add you to my um, family plan on Verizon.
0: Oh my God, Jeremy asked me to be on his family plan on Verizon today and it's it's, it's getting pretty serious. Did this. <laughs> it's getting pretty serious. And also yeah. I feel like my phone bill is kind of expensive. Like there's gotta be a better way because I feel like we want the same. Anyway, <laughs> unrelated. Jeremy to ask me to be on his family plan on his phone, it's kind of a big deal. A big step in the form of commitment for one male.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're basically married now.
0: <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, okay. Anyway, I definitely thought that I would go to university in Toronto or another big-ish city, um, live in a city. Okay,
1: but, but if you didn't realize you're going to the United States, what big-ish cities were Toronto and Vancouver? There really isn't anything else in Canada that's big, right? Well,
0: I mean, anything outside of St. Catharines, my hometown is considered a big city. Got it. Like, not actually, but like even going to... Uh, like London, for example, like that's where the other university that I was looking at so would Where Ryan been Gosling came from. Where Ryan Gosling came right. from. And I was only going because that was Ryan Gosling's birthplace, I get obviously, that. yeah, obviously. And that would have been um, a little bit bigger than my hometown, but even when it's just new people, it feels like a big new city.
1: Right. When yeah. you're
0: coming from a smallish city.
1: I also think the idea of like reinventing yourself, totally. if you are are trying to not even like run from something, but like, I want to be more like this or whatever. Yeah. Like, I, I think there's a degree of, of of freedom that Absolutely. a new area presents.
0: Oh my God, yeah. Even going to a new school presents that. Unless totally. you live in a town of like 60 people and everyone knows that you fucked whatever and you don't want to be known for that. There like, might
1: be a few other things you could be known for besides just having rampant sex, but, but yeah.
0: Could be, could be that as well. Could, could be. Could be.
1: Could be. <laughs> could be. Could be. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I. Um, and when did you realize when after you started YouTube that like LA was the next move for you?
0: There was, Oh, you know what? Uh, there was there was a specific mental breakdown that I remember very clearly, and it was that in the peak of the lifestyle guru oversaturated ten life hacks to improve your life period of YouTube. Um, all of my YouTube friends that lived in LA, um, were filming such cute outdoor footage Mm -hmm. and it was just like the colorful cutesy B roll that was on the beach and they were in Brandy Melville and, um, Toronto is, uh, not a place where you can film outdoors for 50% of the year. And so I felt so confined and I felt creatively stifled that I just like couldn't, you, I, I didn't, I didn't, I felt like I was on um, like lesser ground, I guess, to even make content. And so I would go and fly to LA and try and film like two months worth of content. Go back to Toronto and spend those two months editing it. So I felt like I could be making uh, content that was on the same level as all these other girls that had access to like their backyard that was 80 degrees and sunny every day. Right. And so I just like, there was a specific day that I filmed that my hands were just numb by the end of the day. It was like in the middle of fall or whatever. And it was like the last, the very last, last stretch of fall where you could film outside. And I was just so sad. I was so sad. And also when I graduated university, um, because I live by myself in a condo in Toronto, like there would be times where I would go an entire week without interacting with another human because all my friends are working nine to five. Walking in
1: 2020.
0: Yeah, g- genuinely. Who knew that would be a, um, a snapshot into my right. future. But I would just go so long without interacting with anyone because I was connected to people through the internet who did not live in my city. I had never spoken to another YouTuber or content creator for majority of the time that I live in Toronto. So I just felt so isolated and depressed that I was like, I cannot stay here. Even just for the sake of my mental health.
1: Right, I think that the more that I when I stopped, because I, I was very sports focused as like a little, little kid mm-hmm. and it wasn't, I was like, wasn't like was good at them, but I, I didn't excel at them like I did on the music or performing side Yeah, and it wasn't until I feel like I started getting good enough at either singing or playing drums or music in general where I would either go into Chicago and play with people that were from around the nation or like when I did drum corps and mm-hmm. people were coming literally from all over the nation and world to yeah. Rockford, God only knows why, to do this and it was like, holy shit, I am the what in my circle at home, I feel like I'm one of the most talented big people fish, small pond. and I get into this scenario and I'm the least talented small fish, big pond. Right. And it's like, <laughs> I would rather be the least like talent that I remember getting so jaded when I would go back to like doing things in a community, but right. oh my, Jeremy, you're amazing. This is so cool and everything. And it was like the mm-hmm. most imposter syndrome feeling ever. Cause I'm like, no, no, you just don't know what good is. Right, I'm right, terrible yeah, right, right, right. compared to these people, Yeah, but I want to get into their circle so that I can get better.
0: Yeah, right, and it gives you something to work towards and gives you a goal when you're like, oh shit, that person can smack their drumsticks on the drum like that.
1: Right, well, it's also <laughs> like, it's putting you in a circle with, <laughs> with people that care equally as much about something that is niche, right. that you feel normal.
0: Oh yeah, when your whole life yeah. is is that, yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm sure that's all you talk about and stuff. And
1: Totally, Yeah. for yeah. months.
0: Yeah, no, that makes sense. Also guys, I'm so curious, um, just because like, where we are now, actually, are we kind of close? We're kind of close, I guess, I don't know. But let us know in the comments, like where you are in life now, versus where you thought you would be at this age, when you were 10 years younger. Oh, that's
1: juicy.
0: That's juicy. Yeah,
1: and uh, share that either, um, if you're on video, obviously YouTube's fine, community number, you can text us that. what's, What's our number, babe? For the folks on YouTube, you can obviously put them in the comments or you could text uh, us to the new number, which is uh, 323-591-5267. That's just America though, right?
0: No, American Canada, North America. America. America
1: and Canada, so North America? Yeah, nice. America. So 323-591-5267, it'll be right there. <laughs>
0: okay, musical theater.
1: <laughs> it'll be right there. Anyway, uh, and let us know. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. So, uh, back to the topic of, of babies when you were a kid. Um... When you were in middle school, high school, whatever, when you were thinking about this random goal you were giving yourself when you were going to have kids, yeah, how many kids did you think at the time you wanted to have? One or two. Got it.
0: Yeah, one or two. You?
1: Um, I think two.
0: Yeah, one or two. Yeah, I, I was never someone that was like I. I feel like I, I grew up with a lot of friends that were uh, from a big family. And I was like, holy fuck, the energy in here is so stressful. Like yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't be part of this. I can't create this for myself. And like, obviously I have so many friends who love their massive families and want to have massive families. I just don't think that I'm that, I, I'm not the right fit for that.
1: No, I have no interest in having a small army of children.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Or like no. a basketball team of children. Right. Yeah, like that. that's not for me. It's not for me. I would like one moose and one child. Okay and that's my order.
1: Got it. Well, it would be hard to reverse that at this point.
0: Oh no, I meant like that's my order, like as if I'm ordering fast food.
1: Oh, got it. Yeah. Okay. I I would (laughs) like one moose and one to two children.
0: I just like I get stressed out and also for our parents that are listening, please weigh in on this. Um, because this is like
1: how and by our parents, I mean not our parents. Oh no, no, no.
0: not like mom DIY yeah, that and Donna. They're actually like, the yeah, last
1: yeah. people want to hear from oh, them about Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. This, uh, this
0: podcast has been has been massively PG so far. What do you mean?
1: No, I'm just saying, uh I would either I would much rather hear the opinions of other people's parents as oh, opposed yeah. to my own. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. So this is uh for anyone who's not our parents.
0: Yes. Yes. Anyone that is a parent yeah. that's not our parents. Um, my mom's gonna send me a snarky text when she hears this part and she's like, Why don't you want my why don't you want my opinion? Um, mom, that's not how you sound, I promise. <laughs> um, no, but I think uh I I get scared by the idea of being potentially outnumbered. And that includes a dog.
1: You always go back to that.
0: I always go back to that. And like it just seems like really scary to me to be outnumbered by dependence. Right. Which includes moose. Cause like obviously aid dependent. Got it. <laughs> I literally wipe his asshole after he poops. Um, so I think like one dog and one child when you have um, like a a, a a me and a you potentially if we were to create babies is a good balance. Maybe. Cause like, I, I just like, I don't even understand how the super moms and super dads end up taking all of their children to their extracurricular activities when there's a small army of them.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I really don't. I I genuinely don't know. I I mean, I say one to two in the sense that like, uh, well, I want to put one in the world and then- And see how it goes. And from there go, okay, yeah, this is terrible. Or okay, this could, we could do one more Maybe be really bad, yeah. My parents
0: always told me, and I don't know how true this is or not, but it definitely scarred me a little bit and stayed with me, so that's telling. But um, uh, they always said that I was such a a, uh, bad baby that it discouraged them from having more.
1: Oddly enough, and my mother would, would be the first to tell anyone how much of a pain on the ass I was as a teenager. Yeah, She told me that I was a, a wonderful child.
0: Okay, so that, that lands us at a 50-50 chance uh, genetically of having a easy baby.
1: I don't know if that necessarily lands us there, but I will think that uh, <laughs> if if I had to guess at the worst case scenario, it'll be a terrible child and a terrible teen all wrapped oh,
0: in one. Oh, that's fucking fun. Yeah. Okay. Or great baby, great teen. Could be. Be. Could be. I just, I just the sarcasm that's going to come out of this child if we, if we um, um, procreate.
1: That, that is.
0: <laughs> uh, for some reason, this is how far off I am from having children. I'm thinking procreate, like the um, the artists app that I use to doodle things. It's called Procreate. <laughs> Uh, anyways, if we were to procreate, um Yeah, if we were to spawn. Spawn a spawn a little a little, little fucker. Cinnamon roll mm. thing.
1: Cinnamon roll. <laughs> My least favorite type of cinnamon roll.
0: The fetus kind?
1: Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I to me the the thought of children is so self seems so far off, but yeah. then I think to myself like, ah, it's probably not that far off.
0: Well, we were just talking about this earlier, but like okay, so I feel like traditionally, in the most generic sense of a, uh, um, a, a. Well said. Uh, <laughs> what am I trying to say? In like, um,.
1: You haven't given me anything. Yeah, no, I've
0: given you nothing, nothing, nothing. Um, stereotype. That's the word. The most traditional form of a stereotype is that women want children typically before men. I feel like oh. in most cases, when you think of stereotypes, that's like always a common one that you hear of. And we were just talking about like, why is that? And you brought up a really good point that I feel like even as a woman with ovaries, I had never thought of. Do you want me to- Go forth and share.
1: Oh, I I mean, I think it's unfair to to put them at the same starting point because guys don't have anywhere near as much of a biological clock. That is one, going to put a hard stop on when they can safely make babies, one. And two, as women continue to outperform men in academic studies and are open to so much more opportunity than it was 50, 60, 70 years ago.
0: Right, right, right. It's
1: like women are going out, they're getting degrees. Mm -hmm. They're getting- advanced degrees. Yeah, we are. They're getting so many more jobs and positions. Yeah, we are. By the age of 27 and 28, right? Where they're just starting to really hit their stride in the career. And then they're also expected to pop out two kids before it's high risk. Right. That's a really- really difficult situation to be in. And like, I I, I will give my mother a hundred percent credit for like the visibility into like seeing just how short of a period I feel like mm-hmm. and how hard and unfair it is to compare guys like, Oh, I'll get around to it eventually right. to like women's like, I'm trying to get two degrees. I'm trying to get a job. I'm trying to have kids. I'm trying to do all this shit before it's unsafe to do so. Right. It's, it's a miracle.
0: I mean, Fuck, I feel stressed even just listening to that, knowing that I am a part of that timeline (laughs) as someone with ovaries that are, again, my mom is gonna fucking kill me for saying this. On my birthday every year, my mom half jokingly tells me that my eggs are dying every day, that I don't continue to have kids. And and I think we've said this before, but my mom exclusively wants grandkids for her own selfish uh, enjoyment.
1: so negatively positioned.
0: No, yep. but she's just like, she's just like newly retired and has like the uh, the most energy. And she's completely, she, my mom is ripped also. I don't know if, maybe you've seen her Instagram. She has an eight pack. She's like this little tiny Asian woman who is just so ripped out of her mind. It's insane. And she's just like peak grandparent performance right now. And she wants to really capitalize on that. And um, yeah, she uh, In the
1: next decade, Gail. We'll get around to it.
0: Yeah. Well, no, because I'm 27. So after 35, you're considered high risk. So that was sarcasm. I know, but like I'm stressed. Like now, like I'm I'm stressed about like
1: when I was going through and saying about all these ridiculous degrees and things that yeah. were but that didn't none of that really applied to you, my dear. I that was for other women.
0: I'm sorry. Who has a college degree between the two of us?
1: You, my <laughs> dear. <laughs> you, my dear.
0: <laughs> you're bullying backfired, bitch. <laughs> I,
1: you're killing it and you use that degree every day.
0: I use that degree, not at all, but that's okay. But that is okay. Um, also degrees are much cheaper in Canada. So it feels like less of a waste when it didn't put me into like mass amounts of debt or anything.
1: My seven eighths didn't either. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: but I feel like you were really responsible with, oh, but also you had scholarships and we're, we're so off topic of like the anyway. biggest thing. Anyways, I I like, even seeing um, my friend Aspen, she had her first baby at uh, Cove. Was she, Aspen would have been like 23 or four maybe, maybe 24. I don't think she's that much younger than I am. Maybe 24, 25, I don't know. Anyways, she just like, she literally, it seemed, and maybe this is just a social media thing, but her pregnancy just seemed so easy. She bounced back just like physically, obviously mentally is something that I don't personally know about, but like physically she was back to normal so quickly. And it really is crazy. Cause she had her baby at the same time that another friend who was 36 had her baby and the complications were just, worlds apart worlds apart and the way that my older friend struggled to bounce back and how many issues she had and how terrible she felt for so long
1: but see the way you're even describing that older right 36 is not old right no but, but when like it comes on to a bab-
0: reproduction when yeah. it comes to
1: babies it's older right and yeah. like I-, I agree with you absolutely it's just very difficult but no I I um I think it's probably the most like difficult part from a professional side of trying to find that balance and I don't know how any woman does it.
0: Right, and I mean, even to think about having to take mat leave and put your career on pause too. It's like, if you're working towards something your entire twenties and it's just like, it's so much stress, it's just so much going on.
1: I mean, it's it's no secret that I think that we're so in the infancy stages of trying to figure out how to really um, support people in a professional and, and like personal side yeah. and not have one sacrifice. Yeah. I don't know if we'll ever get to the point where it is. It's a lot better than it was, yeah. but I still think we have a long way to go.
0: Oh my God, yeah. Well, I mean, you think about like all the medical advancements that we make strides in every single day, but like this is not <laughs> something that's really moved. Like the goalpost for when you become high risk is it it, just, it has not moved right. and i'm sure like the treatments and you know what we know has gotten better but like it's fucking scary it's scary as a person whose ovaries are getting older i am scared <laughs> we'll be fine just i i remember reading somewhere that a the female body is meant to reproduce at like peak time at like 17 or 18 right. and that's when you bounce back and i'm like mm, can we double that well, not Will to mention, I back? And,
1: and who knows? And I, I couldn't have less like actual like domain knowledge in this, right, but like right. thinking about how, on top of that being the prime age, like all the the amount of women that are on birth control for 20 years to right. starting age 15, I have no idea if that actually negatively like impacts you long-term. I can't imagine it's good for you. So it's like on top of that, it's like adding even more probably pressure to those reproductive organs anyway.
0: I mean, I've just from experience based on my friends who have come off birth control to uh, have kids, everyone's been okay. Like I haven't right. heard any like crazy horror stories or anything, but you're right. It's just like another level of like crazy shit that the the female body has to deal with.
1: Yeah. Shout out for the, to the guys who just fucking wake up every day and just coast.
0: Literally just splash some water on their fucking face and go. How nice. Thank you. How easy. <laughs> Babe, what are we gonna name our kid? Also, okay, like- uh,
1: what, what What child? What? What child is this?
0: The one that we're gonna have before 35. Okay. Um, also, do you want a girl or a boy? Guy. Okay.
1: Boy, 100%. Boy, okay. Yeah. 100 fucking percent.
0: Why? <laughs>
1: Just, I've built up too much bad karma.
0: <laughs> Please do elaborate.
1: Because <laughs> I don't want some little fucking- I don't want a little me at 15 years old coming in. Oh, Mr. Lewis is nice to me. Oh, fuck off, kid! Don't try my, Trying the, to trying to have sex with your daughter? Yeah, trying to poke at her.
0: I, <laughs> trying to poke at her. <laughs> Do I hate that visual so much.
1: I hate that visual. She's not even alive yet.
0: <laughs> oh my! I think I think our daughter would be really pretty
1: if she looks anything like you. Absolutely.
0: The level of bullshittery. That goes on in I, this man's head.
1: Anyway, I just think a guy is, it's easier to fuck up. I'm sorry, it's easy, It's harder to fuck up with a guy.
0: I don't know if that's true. I, well,
1: I'm biased, obviously. Yeah, you're biased. You're biased. Yeah, for sure. I, I seem to think you can just like kind of like ah, you'll figure it out, big kid. Yeah,
0: guy. just slap on the back and yeah, head out the door. Right. No, I don't think. It, I don't think it's like that at all. I mean, I just think that parenting and even just like having a kid in this generation is so different. Like, I mean, you hear about all the parents who just like let their kid choose their gender once they start coming into themselves and figuring out like what they like and what they don't like.
1: That that conversation did not exist.
0: That conversation did not exist twenty years ago. Yeah, ten I was years even ago, ten years ago, yeah. it didn't exist and i mean like yeah it's just it's just so different which it has its own challenges obviously like just new conversations but um yeah, i think i i think i don't know i could go either way i go back and forth i think i i think i sway towards a boy though
1: i think you like gra- you naturally gravitate towards guys more
0: oh uh, yeah 100% yeah. 100% like i have like my super tight girlfriends but i can more casually hang out with random dudes. This sounds fucking just so sketchy and weird. (laughs) I love hanging out with random dudes. No, but I I feel like it's easier sometimes. I don't know. I mean,
1: I agree, but yeah.
0: Maybe I just have like a deep seated fear of like catty girls talking shit about me. I don't know. I don't know.
1: I wouldn't disagree with that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. guys are just like, so it's so straightforward. I,
1: the only thing that's like weird to me that like is something that didn't really exist or nor had I thought about because it didn't really matter even a few years ago. It's just like the thought of bringing a child into the world
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that kid having a internet filled with hours of content and facts and opinions about that their parents Oh yeah, that just didn't exist unless you were an A-list celebrity from broadcast radio. Right. Like if you right, Googled right. either of our names, yeah. right? By the time this thing comes out, mm-hmm. there'll be all sorts of I'm thoughts. So, I just
0: like to circle back on the thing is the child. Yeah, we just don't know. Um, okay. Yeah. I mean, I I love that you didn't put a, a gender on them. That's, that's very- uh, Listen, here's the deal. Progressive I, of you. Well,
1: however, however they see fit to uh, identify themselves. Okay. Right? Yeah. The, the point is like there is a world of opinions yeah. about us and it'll only get bigger. Right. Right. before they even get out in the world. And to a degree, I don't know if there's a healthy way to do that in any city that's not New York or LA where like that just kind of just goes. <laughs> Whereas like, I'm sure in Oklahoma City, like <laughs> they'd have some opinions on it.
0: Yeah, that's true. But I mean, professional athletes have been around forever and they would have kids that have a similar- Right, but
1: their parents are probably like A-list celebrities in that city. Yeah. We, we're nobody. Yeah. you're no, like, Think about all the fans like that you have around the world or whatever, but right. like go to Ralph's right now. No one's oh, gonna yeah. stop you. I
0: know. It kind of is, it, it's like yeah, a- With
1: a mask as well.
0: Oh yeah, at another level of that. And don't put makeup on and have hair look like ass like I do most of the time. And just no one knows who you are, it's great.
1: Hair look like ass, anyway. Um, every
0: but, every girl knows what that means. Yeah, I get it. I get it. It's the messy bun with baby hairs in all directions. That's exactly what it is. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. yes, yes.
1: But it's just like the kid will have a preconceived notion, or the kid's friends, parents, or this or that or whatever, will have preconceived notions of just like everything. Right. Um, it'll just be interesting to navigate that.
0: Yeah, like you were like Martha Stewart's kid. Right, and it's like. Martha Stewart has like this empire, and then she went to jail, and then now she's besties with Snoop Dogg. Right. Like, what a ride!
1: Right? What I a fucking like, ride! I feel like you see like all, all the time with like kids with their parents on like social media, <laughs> even like the A list celebrities' kids who mm-hmm. are like, "Mom, now stop!" Like whatever, and they're like, "Wreath Witherspoon." You know what I mean? It's like everyone else thinks your mom is like some like god of entertainment, and you're like, "Stop, mom!"
0: Yeah, yeah. I remember you said what? What did you say the other day about how um, comedians? What was it? Comedians. They're, everyone thinks they're so funny except for, except for their kids. Except for their kids yeah. and their and their wife. Right. For the male. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very funny anywhere except for where they spend most of their time.
0: Right, right. right. Which is humbling. Right, right. It's humbling. Mm-hmm. I feel like you need that.
1: I, you know, I don't think you need to pull me down any more than you already do, but that's okay. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it?
0: have so many mixed feelings on is like the family vlogger situation. Oh, like it's God. so weird. It's so, and I, I have mixed, I have mixed feelings.
1: I feel like you making a bold statement right now is i going got to come back to bite you in the ass or going to be consistent with your,
0: well, I don't know. I, I, I really don't know how I feel about it. So I can't come back in the ass. Cause I just like, I, I don't know how I feel about it. I really uh, don't.
1: So uh, walk your thoughts on what you've seen.
0: Okay. I mean, I think there's like one side of it. Like someone like Casey Neistat never shows, once her daughter got to be, I don't know what age was, but once his um, oldest daughter started like turning into an actual like little human he decided to stop showing her face on social media because they had an interaction with someone out in public who knew the daughter and like knew more than they were comfortable with. So he made the decision, him and his family, to not show her identity anymore, to you know make that decision for her until she decides otherwise. And so like that's one side of it. And then there's obviously the other side of like every family vlogger on YouTube who vlogs so much of, um, their child's growth. And I think there's so many pros to that side as well. Like being able to connect with your audience and other um, potentially, like if I were to have a kid right now and vlogged about, you know, my kid growing up, like you relate to so many other young parents who can see what you're going through. Um, because it's like, it's creating stories out of your day. But again, it's like, it's the anonymity anon, 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 of it. Anonymity? That's the, yeah. I felt like I almost said an enemy there. Like the sea anemone.
1: <laughs> anemone.
0: Anemone. But, but no, I really- Aneminity. Uh, Aneminity. But yeah, I, I really go back and forth because it's like, obviously they can't consent at that age and like they can't grasp what's like going on. But I, like, I don't know. I don't know. What do you, What's your What's your gut reaction to that?
1: Um, I think it's hard. I think it's hard. Yeah. I think I it's know. hard. I don't know if I'll have an answer to that until I see my kid and, and understand the thought of, one, if we're both still sitting around in the middle of entertainment and tech or whatever and in city, mm-hmm. it's maybe one thing where that's part of the lifestyle that I feel like we just can't, it's a choice. Yeah. And it's not so that we can't get away from it because we could, but like we're choosing to go down that route and, and understand that there are certain conversations we'll have to have with that kid. That wouldn't exist for other people, right? And and understand whether or not they are mature or at a stage where they can accept that, and then vice versa. Like if we were to leave LA and go somewhere that's like not remotely normal, like right. I think then that would right. definitely be weird,
0: right. right? Right, right. That would definitely be weird. Oh God, yeah, I, I, yeah. I go. Might I, read, I
1: say situational?
0: Situate If we don't make situational merch at some point in twenty twenty one, I will be mad. Okay. I will be mad. Situational merch, it's coming, it has to.
1: But I, at the end of the day, I, I don't think that it's ever healthy where when a child is questioning the motives of their parent towards anything that's not just like personal and like right. it becomes work.
0: Right, 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 right. Well, yeah, because you see, I mean, in the news, like there's been like, very obvious scandals. It's not just like family vloggers living their life and like having birthday parties and doing their day-to-day shit.
1: Oh, it's the made up storylines. It's the made up
0: storylines. It's making their kids do challenges. And then like a sketchy clip leaks where they're like, being really intense, like ordering them around. It makes me just like, it makes my skin crawl.
1: But the way you do anything is the way you do everything, right? You wouldn't do that to a, an adult, yeah, right? Yeah. And so it's just like, I don't think you do that to a kid and, and you should be on hyper aware of it. Realistically, I don't think there's a right or wrong answer because I think there are certain kids that are just like, they come out of the womb and they're stars right. and like, holy <laughs> yeah. sh- you know what I mean? There's some people yeah, like, yeah, yeah. wow, like you're yeah. just, you were made for this kind right. of thing and then no one could teach that. And there are other kids that are like, mommy, why are we still doing this? Yeah. And
0: I think also in the day and age of just like social media, like. A, a huge percentage of parents share photos of their kids on Facebook and Instagram. It's just something to be more hyper aware of when you have a massive
1: audience. Well, also I think the, like, what was that video or the movie we watched um, about like Shia LaBeouf and like him and his upbringing oh, with his dad. with
0: the dad, yeah. yeah. And he was like the actor. He was a, a star, like a, uh, a child star or right. whatever. Oh, what was that movie called? I can't remember.
1: I don't know. But, but the, yeah. the, the point is like that to me, because,
0: I guess it's the intentions behind the parent that matter.
1: Well, it is, but also at it's interesting because at our
0: Are we having a parenting podcast right now, kind of with yeah. no kids.
1: Yeah, It's called call Ned and Ariel after this, but <laughs> yeah, I'm how Yeah, we do.
0: Um, Ned and Ariel, help!
1: <laughs> but not to make it even more oh, Jesus, for make it more serious. Okay, not to make it even more serious, but the the notion of a kid having to live up to expectations is nothing new, right? Yeah. The notion to kid having to live up to expectations in a specific niche to get them to the next level and then hope to bring that family with them is also nothing new. Think about all the athletes out there who once they make it big and the reason that they take the deal, take the check, leave college early is Mm -hmm. because they need to get to the the league before they get hurt, right? It's interesting from this standpoint because like it's not to say shouldn't, couldn't go, you know, really left anytime soon and like, hey, kiddo, we need you to step on up. But when there is a specific expectation around what that kid needs to do to not only benefit his life, but the family's, that is a a situation where I think there's a lot more wrong or negative opportunities to come out of that than positive ones.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're right. Actually, that's interesting. Just like thinking about like all the, I mean, being an actor is not a new profession. Being a professional athlete is not a new profession. So like that existed just not in our lives before.
1: Well, (laughs) it's also not constantly documented right. in a forum that other people can then leave their opinion on it.
0: Right. For free. For you. free. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: Something. And it is almost considered like, just like, Oh, I didn't really mean it. Or like, I didn't think they'd see that. Right. There's just like that, that window of like, if you were watching the kid, like try and figure out how to make layups when they're a kid and got yeah, a kid sucks. Uh-huh. Like they'd see that today where they wouldn't uh, have seen that 30 years ago.
0: Yeah. And then they'd be self-conscious about their layups.
1: LeBron James might not have become LeBron James.
0: Oh my God, if he was a family vlogger. Yeah, you never know. You're so right. Yeah. Family vlogging could have ruined LeBron James's life.
1: I don't know if we necessarily need to print that in the paper, but yeah.
0: <laughs> but it's situational. It's true. Situational. The real
1: question here though, mm. who's going to be the fun parent? Um, And and I also, I, I do want, <laughs> I want some feedback from who you guys, yeah. actually no, because you're going to think of Lauren's a fun parent. I don't want to hear it. Don't. <laughs> I'll take it back. I don't hear your opinions.
0: Um, I think... I think one, it depends on the personality of our of our offspring. Okay. Um, Let's
1: say they're 50-50 you, me. 50-50
0: yeah, you, it's, me. Yeah, 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 yeah. 50, okay, 50-50 you, me. And um, like based on their interests and mm-hmm. their habits. Um, ah, I think there's some instances where you'll be the fun parent. Mm-hmm. But I think that- Hmm. You know what, okay, here's how, here's how I wanna define it. I think that you will be more of a hard ass. Mm-hmm. I think you will be uh, the discipline in the uh, the parent Okay, dynamic? so I'm the disciplinarian. You're the disciplinarian. I think on a day-to-day though, I would be more of the scheduler to make sure people are getting in the car at the right time, that they're eating healthy meals and not spending too much time on TikTok if TikTok's still around. You know what I mean? Like I think like I would be Kinda more- so you'll of be the
1: micromanager. I would
0: be more of the micromanager, but I think that I'm more outwardly loving.
1: I think you're more lenient about things that you don't think matter. Yes, like uh, to me i I make correlations with things like oh you're you're playing recklessly uh, you could do that when you're not looking at the street and get run over therefore I'm gonna stop yeah. you from doing that even though we're not in that scenario because uh-huh. I, w- I want that that lesson to be instilled where you would go, oh, they're fine kind of thing, but also like if the kid got arrested, I think they'd call me
0: i don't I don't know no I think if it, I think if we had a 50 50 kid and it was a boy and they got arrested, I think they'd call me.
1: I think the girl would call me
0: maybe, maybe. <laughs> But I wish we had. I wish we had like made up scenarios of like what the problem would be and yeah. and which parent they would go to.
1: That's fair. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, because I think I'm I'm more I'm more like uh, like outwardly soft than you are. You're, sure. like you're a harder individual. Okay. No, you know what I mean though. Like, F- like fair. I'm yeah. I'm like like not that you're not nice, but like I'm like outwardly bubbly and nice to like almost everyone that I meet for the most part. sure. And I think that I'm a little more approachable. That's that's a good word. Cause like, you're not, you're not, not a nice person. right? And you're not, not a warm person. But my you know humor
1: them. is also like, if I if I say one thing to someone and it's like a sarcastic joke, they didn't get. Yeah. It, I'm not worried about them, like not liking me or like me like circling back on that. And what I meant to say was, like, oh, you didn't get it fine. Whereas you would not, you would, you would hate to be seen or perceived in that light. Or oh I'd be
0: like, oh my God, I hurt their feelings. Fuck, 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 yeah, fuck.
1: Where, <laughs> where, I, where I'm more like, it was a funny joke. He just didn't get it. It's not a big deal.
0: <laughs> You're like I'm actually really funny, and that's their loss. Yeah, they didn't that, get that was joke.
1: a funny joke, that went,
0: and they missed that joke.
1: <laughs> right, I think that's actually a, a decent way to, to sum that up.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I'm just a little more approachable. So I don't, I don't know. It's gonna be, it's, it's really gonna be dependent on like what the little, what the little cinnamon bun is gonna look like, and what the be little like. cinnamon
1: bun will look like exactly.
0: Not actually, it's gonna be totally unrelated to what they look like, but what this little cinnamon bun wants to do with their life and their interests and their hobbies. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think they're gonna be a sarcastic little fuck. Absolutely. You were just dripping in sarcasm at all times. That like I'm just I'm a, a like I don't know. I was a little sassy sometimes as a teenager.
1: You sometimes lay it on real, real thick. Oh yeah. And and to the point where I'm like, yo, <laughs> hey, are you I'm, hearing the words that are coming I'm, out of your mouth? I'm
0: chill until I'm not.
1: Yeah. No. Yeah. No, no. You're. You're. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, ninety five percent of the time it's it's definitely me, but every once in a while I'm like, yo, chill the <laughs> fuck out. Like
0: even for me that was like a little far. Yeah, I
1: am uncomfortable. 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 Anyway, um, okay, so I'll be the fun parent. Glad we talked about that.
0: <laughs> what are we gonna name our kid?
1: I don't fucking know.
0: You know what I think now is the move is to and, and you know what this is this maybe this is like totally um off the mark, but I feel like doing a genderless name. And I think any name can be genderless. Let's be very clear about that. But I think, I feel like doing- uh,
1: Robert. Robert, that's a guy's name.
0: <laughs> ah. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, but Robbie or Peter. Robin, if it was Robert. Peter. Puppy, puppy, I, I don't know. I feel like I could make a girl's name out of, I, I don't know. I, I think I think genderless names though, is just like the way to go because it gives, you know. Ricardo. Okay, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Ricardo, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. But I, I, I definitely have like a few names like in my head that are like, oh, it's a cute name.
1: Did you wanna share or just do you wanna say that story? Um, Mind you, and I don't have any to give back. You have none? No.
0: I feel like there's one that we talked about forever ago that we we're like, oh yeah, that's a good name. I forget it, but. We I think we did have that conversation at one point, no?
1: I think when we know, we'll know.
0: We'll know. Mm-hmm. Oh, the cinnamon bun's going to come out and I'm like, you are an Ollie.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah? Yeah.
0: Okay. I mean, I had Moose's name picked out before before he was, um, I mean, I think I had, no, you know, it, it might've been before he came out the womb.
1: Got it. Yeah. Okay.
0: But he looked like a moose. I met him and I was like, you is moose.
1: And- now Moose. And now Moose. It's a good name. It's a good name.
0: It's a good name. It's a good I name. wonder
1: if there are any like parents who have a kid, name the kid, and then wake up one day and they're like, holy shit, I, I hate the name that I gave this person. <laughs> That's
0: going to be freaking Elon Musk and uh, Grimes being like, we named our kid a fucking D 2 or whatever the fuck.
1: Uh, you know, I, I don't think that they sit around and think too much about their old decisions that much.
0: Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah. Um, what, do you know what your name almost was?
1: Um, I did have... A name if I was a girl, but I can't remember.
0: Oh, I was almost Megan.
1: I don't like that video.
0: <laughs> I just like, you know what? It makes me, um, my stomach just go like is that like I, I know that you've probably had sex with seven different Megans. Megan, Megan, shh. Just... <laughs> All the Megans at home no, are like, then. are you not gonna claim me as one of your Megans?
1: That's never happened. Huh. I can't, I don't recall. At this time.
0: At, at this time. Yeah. That's even worse, babe, that you don't remember the Megans that you slept with.
1: Well, I didn't at huh. this time. I, it's, I'm, at I'm, this, at I'm this time. confident at this time that I don't remember uh-huh. any Megans that I've
0: uh-huh. Um, uh-huh.
1: had recreational. So anyway, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, what do you wanna go to next? <laughs> I mean, more importantly, let's talk about divorce.
0: Oh my God. I, I have parents that are um, still married. And I am Good the for you, uh, braggart minority. I think. No, actually. Uh, so the rate of which people are getting married is at an all-time low, which in turn is lowering the divorce rate. That's fair. Yeah. That that all links up. That all that all makes sense in my head. That tracks. Yeah.
1: I um. It's interesting because I mean, statistics would say that we're not going to work out, and what? It, it's true. Statistics would say we're not going to work out.
0: No, it's 40 to 50%, I think, is the divorce rate. Are we married yet? What? Are we married yet? No.
1: So statistics would say it would probably not, like we probably won't get married. And then if we do, then it probably will be 50-50
0: so sad
1: that's just statistics that's just statistics
0: <laughs> are you breaking up with me
1: oh my god <laughs> uh, that's, obviously they're very incorrect of course right anyway the point of this is just like i think statistics would say probably like a crapshoot who knows but like to a degree i felt worse for the kids whose parents like stood, like stuck it out in, until they were in college. And like yeah. two weeks after they left, like mm-hmm. they got a call, like mom and dad are breaking up and we're gonna, and, then, and you're like, wait, wait, where did this come from? Well, your dad's had a relationship with the housekeeper for seven years oh now. Oh my God, and, oh like, my God. How many? I, yeah. I've heard that a thousand times. That yeah. It was just like at age, I don't know, four, when my mom was like, so you're adopted mm-hmm. and things are not the same or the normal and the stereotype for you. It's different. It's not any different or whatever, but like by age eight, I had this idea in my head that like, oh, Mommies and daddies everywhere aren't going to stay together just because they did get married and shit does happen. And I
0: feel like that's like that's beneficial for you to grow up with that like very realistic I think mindset. It,
1: I think it was because
0: like I grew up in very like picture perfect like. <laughs> right. Can you imagine if your mom had <laughs>
1: called you like the week after you went to college and like oh we're breaking up? It's oh just, my god,
0: I'd be I'd be devastated. You'd still be devastated. I'd be, yeah, I know that would. That, I think that would really fuck me up. I
1: think that would that would seep into your trust issues with any and every other guy yeah. ever.
0: Yeah, I know. I think so too. I think so as well. Um. I think, uh, actually I had a friend um, whose parents got divorced when she left for college, mm-hmm. dated other people and then got back together.
1: They just, the lawyers couldn't figure it out and they're like, fuck it.
0: No, I will, I don't think they got legally divorced actually. They, interesting. Might've, just, they might've just broken up and separated and uh, yeah, then came back together.
1: Well, I, I think it was interesting when I had my like last single phase, like, Going on dates with people that were are there like already parents or had been married or whatever kind of thing. It was just oh, like yeah. the older you get, the more just like variables are introduced.
0: I forget where I was reading this, but I also um, and this was like a random point that somehow someone made about how like in the olden days that people would get married for survival, like especially I mean, for uh, for the females. You know what I mean? Like for being a woman in like the older times, like you had to depend on, oh, even in just like, even in the way that it was depicted in Queen's Gambit. Remember we were watching that and mm. she didn't work and she had to be like a housewife and they adopted, um, fuck, I don't remember her name. What was her name? We've been also, if you haven't watched Queen's Gambit, go fantastic. watch it, it was fantastic. We watched it in 24
1: hours. It, maybe, 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 maybe even less. less than that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like my, when my grandfather died, yeah my grandmother, didn't have credit or yeah, what, everything yeah. was underneath like her name. Like, so he needed to like start over kind of thing right. just cause like he had it. And like, that was just like how the family worked and yeah, yeah. we to start over and just like, that's not the case today.
0: No, no, but like think about independent women who don't need no man.
1: Right. Like you, but for whatever reason, here I am. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's cause we have the podcast, baby. I need you for the pod. That's right. Yeah. 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 Contractual
1: yeah. obligations, yeah. But, no, <laughs> but like think about all the, the women who even had the means to, put a down payment on a house not so many years ago, but still needed some guy to write it for underwriting purposes. Like that, that that wasn't, that's not a fantasy that was hundreds of years ago. No,
0: that's what's crazy about it. It's really not that long ago. Exactly. And so I wonder, I like, I feel like that's gotta be a massive factor to just like marriage rates going down.
1: Well, I just think that people have, and I think we still have like unrealistic, unhealthy expectations for what marriage is. Marriage is not a fixer. Kids oh, no. are not a fixer. I think no. so many people are just like, well, we can get married and then it, like, it will remove these variables. And then like, we have kids, we we'll the focus on the kid. And it's just like, yo, if you're not in a good place in any variety of that, you putting a new label on it is not gonna make it any healthier.
0: Is that based on personal experience?
1: What? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, uh-uh. Nah, you can't, but absolutely. And it's just like, I think that to a degree we're all sitting, like like I just said with the statistic, of course that's dark and I, I certainly hope that doesn't happen. But yeah. like, that's probably the realistic case here. But like, we all kind of go into these situations and circumstances kind of going, la 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 la, I'm sure ours is gonna work out, it's gonna be fine. And then when it doesn't, you're like, what, huh? But like, that's yeah. the truth and reality of it. And I, I wish that we were a little bit more like, real with ourselves as a society to be like, yeah, that's like, you're going up against some pretty shitty odds, but it doesn't mean you shouldn't try. I think the biggest difference between me in my years past of like trying to think about what marriage or kids or whatever, that thing that I know that I want to do in my life, I think like future planning, Mm -hmm. right? I think the healthiest thing, at least for me that I've come away with it, like swinging and missing in the past is that like not hanging my hat on something that requires two people to get to the next level in the sense of I'm going to prepare myself to do those things, whether that's marriage, have kids, financially solve all these things, right? I'm going to do that. And I'm going to make sure that I hit those goals. And it's not to say that like we aren't working towards them together, but making sure and focusing on me taking care of like my side of it and not thinking that like the marriage or the kids or whatever are going to be the thing that unlocks that success. Right? So like the preparation is, is on me. And I find like a lot of like healthy routines that I set myself up for, Mm -hmm. but it's not like I'm sitting around and going, well, I gotta wait for that before I can get to this step or whatever. It's like, no, I'm just gonna do 100% of what I need to do so that I'm ready to do the things that we need to do.
0: Totally. And I think too, it's like, that's a a great way, not to have like a safety net, but to just always make sure that you are taking care of you, no matter what happens.
1: Well, the big thing, like when you were saying earlier, that like women used to get married to be safe, right? That makes sense because God knows what was happening. That they In needed
0: 1950. They needed <laughs>
1: yeah. a, well, but even before that, like, they needed someone who's like quite literally physically larger to be this safety net kind of right, thing. Right, but right, then right. also, if if they are getting into the relationship because they need a safety net, that also means that if they were to get out of that relationship, whatever reason, they're losing that safety net, yeah, 100%. which is not healthy.
0: No, I feel like physically, mentally, just all of it.
1: All of it. Yeah. I mean, like I literally had a, a meeting or a call, a zoom, whatever, with this new, um, a new psychiatrist, cause I haven't been in years and I need to like go make, check up my, my medication mm-hmm. and like her just going through the questions of like, um, my diet and exercise, my job, what I'm do, all these things, right. I would have answered so much differently three or four years ago, mm-hmm. just because of the way that my mindset was towards life. And it was like this like moment of like, Oh this is going pretty well. That's pretty great.
0: (laughs) I love that for us, babe. Love that for you, love that for us. That's so nice. But
1: it's true. I, I can be the, the fullest amount of me and successful in me, right? As an individual. Mm-hmm. And it's not to say like if we broke up tomorrow, that wouldn't like, some of it wouldn't be impacted. Of course it would. But I think what's healthy about it is that like you are doing what's absolutely best for you. I'm doing what's absolutely best for me. Totally. And those two dolphins are swimming together as opposed to just like sitting there just like butting heads. <laughs> that has not always been the case before in my last relationship. Yeah. I'm sure that like you have like similar feelings on that. But right. like, that's a very healthy sign for me.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like I was, so unhealthy that I pushed myself in this direction by accident. And I wanna make this very clear, this was not an intentional, rational, mature decision. This was like out of resent. I was like, fuck you, I'm gonna do me and- She to do her. Yeah, she gonna do her. <laughs> Let her do her and live that life. Mm-hmm. But it was out of resentment. It was not out of a healthy healthy place. Oh,
1: my first six months was like, I'm gonna do all the things that you thought I couldn't do and all the things <laughs> you hated, I'm gonna do a better <laughs> kind of thing. And then eventually you wake up and you forget why you And you're are- like,
0: wow, I have an eight pack now. This yeah, go, is great. I this is
1: great. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs>
0: right. Um, okay, I have a really important question that I think our listeners and viewers would love a heterosexual male's opinion on.
1: Well, thank God we waited till the end to cover this. I, we
0: always do this. It always the juicy parts are always at the Hit end. Me with
1: the, but the real ones know.
0: The real ones know. The real yeah. ones do know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you should encourage others to stay for the juicy shit at the end, because it's always the best. Um why is it that there are And again, situational stereotyping the hell out of this, but I just think that it it touches on so many common questions that even as like, uh, like someone who has a Twitter, I receive on a daily basis. Why is it that there are so many dudes in relationships that are scared of commitment? So whether, and this is, I think more in like the dudes that are scared of commitment and are already in the relationship. Right. So scared to take the next step, whether that be to move in, to get engaged, to get married, to have kids, What what is it? Okay. Speaking, well, on, speaking on behalf of the heterosexual yeah. commitment scared males in relationships.
1: <laughs> right, uh, I think I might be a little too broad. As, but as a species. Yeah, I, I can't wait for the hate mail, I get this. Um, well, one, I, I certainly don't think like claim to have like the end all be all answer for, for every guy in every situation. No,
0: but I'm sure you've talked to a ton of different guy friends that have been through different scenarios. So just based on your personal experience, like again, this is not like a broad statement that's gonna be true for everyone. Just like, I'm just so curious. and I feel like other girls probably are as well in their relationships, like why their dude is so scared of fucking moving in or whatever it might be.
1: I mean I think for a lot of guys we are control freaks but we don't admit it. Right. And because that that admitting we're control freaks admitting is admitting we care and that's why we don't want to know people to know that we care. right? But it's like to commit to this means we might we might have to give up on something else, right? And it's like hmm. I think a lot of people any type of change is immediately like, let me, let me put the wall back. Yeah, oh, yeah. wall yeah. up, I'll pull back. Mm-hmm. And so it's not even to say that they're not interested in committing to that one thing, but committing to that one thing means they might be giving up that other thing. Yeah. And it's not to say that if they didn't have help or a great circle to talk through that, they wouldn't realize, oh shit, it's not even that big of a deal. Or like, even if they went to their partner and was like, you know, I want you to do this and I want you to do this, but there's this thing that I'm not done with or there's this thing that's important to me right. that, I, that I'm risking. If they were to be able to have that, commun- like that conversation, it wouldn't be a thing. But the change and the stigma around whatever that is that they're giving up is putting them in a situation where they don't feel like they can properly convey that fear of giving up that potential control or the potential freedom or the potential flexibility.
0: This is ringing very true in a lot of my own personal experiences. It's just for
1: me, right? (laughs) That it will, Keep them from even entertaining the conversation because they don't understand how they can have both sides with their current understanding, and therefore it's just a wall.
0: Right. One of my past relationships, I feel like a phrase that I always commonly used was like, "He wants his cake. He wants to have his cake and eat it too, and he wants best of both worlds without giving without giving the relationship what it really needs, but also without." just like wouldn't let go of this fear of potential change that probably wouldn't have happened, but they had labeled it as something that was gonna be so detrimental to their their ego, their control, whatever it was. And it was just like, they just couldn't let go.
1: Yeah. And I think it's it's unfortunately the most natural response for guys because yeah. obviously it's the most prevalent. Um, but at the same time, it's also the most, um, potentially harmful for them if they don't figure out how to find that balance. Yeah because the no, 100%. last thing last thing a guy is wants to do, the last thing, from my my experience in my opinion anyway, the last thing a guy should do is push back, push back, push back. And then not figure out how to communicate why they don't want to commit. And then they're given an ultimatum. They do it because of the ultimatum, but they haven't had time to process that what they're giving up. And then two or three years later down the road, they realize, you know what? I was right, comma, mm-hmm. therefore. Yeah. And it's, I'm going to put you in that box and resent you cause I can't do this and I was right and I've lost his control. And right. I'm going to make sure that you know, every single day that I don't have this thing anymore. <sighs> and it's because you wanted this healthy. Thing. It, it, absolutely. <laughs> but that's the last thing that yeah, that, yeah, you, yeah. that your side wants. That's mm-hmm. not what the guy wants either, right? right? If it's a loving and healthy relationship, you're going to be able to have, you really will be able to have your cake and eat it too. But because they want to
0: put the blame. Yeah. Cause everyone yeah. just
1: wants to just deflect and shit.
0: Yeah. 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 Like we're just one of the various, this is like so top level but like in my experience taking the next step of moving in together meant that they would give up bro time and being able to wake up on their own time and I was like in what world do you think I give a fuck what time you wake up at
1: but it's not about that it's not about what you actually think it's about they think you think
0: no exactly and that was and that was like the problem I was like I don't have the power to control what you think I think right no matter how many times I'd be like I don't, I, think, I don't care what time you wake up at. I don't, I think I'm one hell care. of a
1: salesperson. Yeah. The only person I can't sell shit to is you and my mother.
0: That's right. Donna, we in this together.
1: Anyway, <laughs> but it, it's true. You know, I, I know that I can't sell you on that kind of shit. You're yeah. gonna, you're going to come up with whatever you, you want and that's okay.
0: Yeah. God damn. The heterosexual male species, man.
1: Oh yeah, but I, <laughs> we have it. So we're so simple and easy.
0: So simple and easy. Well, we were
1: watching, uh, was it Boys in the Band? Yeah. Or Kid the Band? Boys in the Band, yeah. Boys in the Band last night with yeah. uh, Jim Parsons and everything. Yeah. It yeah. was just like listening to that those storylines unfold, and you're like, oh, God, I don't deal with any of this. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. You have it easy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, thanks for that uh, little deep dive into the male heterosexual uh, uh, commitment scared brain.
1: Yeah, so hopefully next week it doesn't look like total shit.
0: You know what? I think by next pod, we'll have a wallpaper up. Um, I don't know if the art's gonna come in time, but I think we're gonna have really fun wallpaper up and wallpaper for sure. And then uh, this, guys, this is how we're actually getting you to come back to the podcast is see the progression of the podcast room design because baby, we upgrade in.
1: Yeah, we are.
0: We really are. We are. We um, really we are. We want to
1: make sure that we make zero dollars this year on this thing. Obviously,
0: yeah, because um, we did a redesign at episode 15. So, fuck, fuck our bank account.
1: Thank you so much for tuning into Smartless. I am Jason Bateman.
0: Ooh, I'm. Who else is on Smartless again?
1: Um, you'd probably be Sean Hayes, because you're not Will Zernat.
0: I'm Sean Hayes. Yeah, you're Sean Hayes. I'm Sean
1: Hayes. Yeah, I'd like to be Jason Bateman. Okay. Yeah. Um, thank you for tuning into Smartless. Um this has been a Smartless always has autozone commercials. Like always <laughs> to the point where I'm like, I think I'm learning things about cars, listening to their podcast. That's great, babe. Yeah. Isn't that great? That's so great. Um but yeah, this has been um what, Smartless again. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.